host Kaibon Williams, and this is my podcast, Failing in Love. Before we begin tonight, uh, forgive me, I'm wheezing a little bit, my allergies are acting up. I uh, went on a date earlier this evening, and uh, my companion, she had a shellfish, and she didn't know I was allergic, and as the night ended, she kissed me on the cheek, and for anybody who knows me, man, I am definitely allergic to shrimps and lobsters and crabs and all that stuff, so uh, it didn't turn out so well for me, but she gave me a uh, a little bit of a convers- conversational topic. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that the right word, Chuck? Okay. So, yeah, like, uh, and pretty much what it was, it was about polygamy or polyamory. <laughs> and uh, strange words to me, you know, my favorite words start with P, but polygamy and polyamory, man, class, I'm, I'm stuck. I know what they mean by definition, but as it was explained to me, I was like, what the fuck? So, polygamy, let's say it's me, and I got two, maybe three women, and they're sister wives. I'm the king of the castle, you know what I mean? I take care of them sexually and financially and whatever, whatever. You know, that's how we live our little happy little Brady Bunch. They take care of the kids, the housework, and all that stuff. Now, polyamory is different. It's like, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I tried to look up the definition of the dictionary make sure I didn't confuse them before this cast but uh, polyamory there's me <laughs> there's my brother husband there's my sister wives there's our kids and we're all together in this family I guess man you know I'm not trying to shit on how anybody else lives but for lack of a better term it's a family and I'm not saying that Everybody should come from like a nuclear family with a mom, a dad, two kids, and a dog, and none of that. The world's changing, we're evolving, is how we think. Hell, a boy can be born and feel like he's a girl and grow up to be a woman, and society calls him a woman. You can fuck that woman if you want to. Not me. That's not my thing. I got some weird friends. They might do it if she looks good enough. Or maybe have a small enough penis. I don't know. I don't jump into stuff like that. But <laughs> but anyway, man. Um, I feel that the recession got people doing a lot of weird shit that they wouldn't normally do. That they're trying to normalize. And just for me, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if you've ever been in love like I've been in love before, but the thought of sharing my partner with somebody else, like that, man, that that shit blows my mind. It it definitely befuddles me because like, I'm, I'm a freak, man. I'm kinky. Like I tie up and lube her up and blindfold and bring out the whips and the toys and the roses and the wands and the spreader bars. I'm going to do all that. We're going to have some fun. But imagine somebody else doing that to your wife because it's their day. It's their Tuesday. They call it Two Dick Tuesday. You you get in the morning, he gets at night. And then you got to sleep your happy ass on the couch depending on the living arrangements 
And then maybe one of the sister wives rub your balls or something. I, I don't know, man. To me, that just feels like cheating with extra steps, but your partner knows about it. Because I've ran into a few uh, swingers in my day and, you know, polygamist and polyamory people. And sometimes they'll ask me to join. And I don't know what type of books you read or movies you watch or podcasts you listen to. But eight times out of ten, these people aren't very attractive. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen me. I'm an average dude, man. Out of one to ten, if I dress myself up and shine my boots and brush my teeth and wash my ass, I'm probably like a six or a seven. You know what I mean? Five or six, six or seven. But these people who want you to join their menagerie, I guess that's the word, they're not really appealing so to me I believe it's like one of three things I think it's low self esteem I think it may be mental health or just that they're not attractive and these unattractive people feel like hey two's better than one or three's better than one I don't know so that's why it's so confusing to me how like when you in love man so you have superpowers and I'm not talking about black love or white love or gay love or straight love or non-binary love I'm just talking about love and I've done drugs in my day there's nothing stronger than that love not the drugs I had some good shit but what I'm saying is like I felt like I could lift a car I felt like I could fly I felt like every script I ever wrote was made by a genius. I wonder if that's how Kanye West feels. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was delusional because shit, we're not together anymore. But it was like this feeling that I hope everybody gets to feel it and don't mess it up. And it seems like polygamy or being in a polyamorous relationship would just mess that up. But it's kind of like college it's not for everybody yeah man like I was saying like polyamory it's not for everybody um so I think what it really comes down to is what is the root cause of it you know like when you were growing up did you feel unheard or did you was there some possible sexual trauma in your past? I mean, I really don't know. It's just, for me, it's not even about the sex. Like, earlier, we was joking about, you know, the kinky shit that I do. And I do do some kinky shit. But the real intimacy, like, your fears, your desires, your wants, your goals, aspirations. Um, if you have something going on in your life whether it's great or tragic, someone to share that with. You know, like, someone to be that shoulder. Like, I've been that shoulder for a few people, and I got, like, a pretty tight circle that's been that shoulder for me. But it's different when it's your partner. Like, as I was saying earlier about how powerful love is, I also believe it's concentrated. I think the more people that you share that 
And there's different types of loves, like the love for your family members, love for a dog, the love for a cool autumn day. That's that's a different type of love. But I'm talking about that one-on-one, I got you, no matter what sort of love. That's the real deal. <laughs> like, that shit is, like, super strong. And I wouldn't want that diluted. If someone can't give me 100% of their heart, and it's not that I'm a mom before anything bullshit, I'm talking about, like, that real love me like you've never been hurt love before, and I'm going to reciprocate, there's nothing like that at all. So, uh, yeah, man. And I hope everybody experiences that. I hope everybody experiences that traveling to these destinations you've dreamt of your whole life and sharing that with someone special. Uh, whether it's Top Golf or because uh, <laughs> that's my spot, I've never been. I'm not gonna give up this Top Golf virginity unless she's special, people. Or watching the Northern Lights, or if you move, like taking this person back to your hometown and show them the spots where you used to kick it, or going back to Africa. You know, after you traced your heritage, you know you may be from the Congo or something, Sierra Leone. Um, sharing that with somebody you know being vulnerable with somebody and knowing that they're not going to disrespect that trust or that love that's some powerful shit so I feel that polyamory is not the answer to the (laughs) what, what is that one woman saying that I'm not the problem when I'm the equation. So it's like, maybe the polyamory is the problem. And the whole time love was the equation. Like, it's like, how do we get to love? Not, let's throw a whole bunch of motherfuckers in a group and see what happens. How about it's more like, hey, what are you willing to do to yourself to give love, receive love, understand love, respect love. Look at it this way. Remember being in school and uh, your teacher would have you draw a Venn diagram, like the two big old circles that interlock and on the right side it may have like your interest. Like, yeah, let's look at it that way. So, on the right side, it has your interest. Let's use me, for example. I love the Denver Broncos, a nice cognac, the fall. And then, let's say, uh, this person over here, they love the summertime. They never watch football. And they hate family. Like, they hate being around their family. I may be compatible with them, like aesthetically. Like, I might be like, oh man, this person's very attractive. She looks really good to me. But being suitable for me, that's something different. And I feel with like polyamory, you have a whole bunch of people that you're compatible with. Like, oh shit, you like rainbows? I like rainbows too. But (laughs) I don't know why I use that voice. But it's like, yeah, that's cool. Y'all both like rainbows. 
but how do you feel when it rains? Rain might depress the shit out of this person, and then the other person, they may love driving in the rain, splashing strangers. It's all cool, it's all fun and games to take splash one of your loved ones. You see what I mean? So, you know, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, man, like, we could talk about this for a while, but that's why I'm failing it. Right now, I'm failing in polygamy and polyamory. But this is what I do know. If you put God first, he'll never be last. So peace until next time. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast.